Welcome to the Slaying Self-Doubt Podcast, where we are going to overcome our fears, doubts, and insecurities. I'm your host, Felicia Wallace, and I would like for you to join me on my journey to slaying my own self-doubt, and hopefully you slaying some of yours as well. Let's get started. Hey y'all, welcome to another episode of the Slaying Self-Doubt Podcast. It's your girl, Felicia Wallace. So I wanted to start out by thanking all of my listeners, all the supporters, all the guests that have been on the show thus far, and the ones I've already reached out to to ask to be on future episodes. I just really want to... um, show my appreciation and just let you know how like genuinely grateful I am for every person who sends me a thank you text or sends me a you keep going text or DM or email. Um, I'm just really appreciative because if I look back over the last almost year in this journey of doing um, the Slaying Self Dog podcast, I would have never thought I would have gotten, I didn't think I was going to get through three episodes, let alone 35. So I just really want to thank you. And I want to send a huge shout out to the listeners who decided to um, participate and support the podcast with a monthly donation. Um, I wasn't expecting anything. And I just, you know, when you know that people genuinely support you and genuinely care for you, I, um, I'm, I'm super grateful. So I just wanted to say thank you. Um, this week I had more than one conversation, whether it be with my small group or just, um, individual conversations with people about fear of multitude of things but for the most part it was really about the fear of failure um the fear of letting other people down and I thought it was very interesting because I always know when God is really trying to talk to me through other people and how he does that sometimes is that he will force me to have conversations that encourage other people but it's really about me, if that makes sense. I don't know if y'all have ever had a conversation with somebody and you give them the best advice of your life. And you'll be like, yes, that was amazing. And then be like, wait, was that for me? Was that advice for me to live by? I'm not really sure. But I knew. I knew it was for me. And um, it definitely was something that I, I know that I have a, like that's the whole reason why this story this journey this mission this podcast everything I started is because of my own fears and my own insecurities and the strange thing about it is that it will just keep showing up in different areas in different ways and I learn or am learning that it's a daily struggle it's a daily thing so I had somebody ask me like okay so if we know these things are going to happen what do we do like what is the like how do we just get over it and you know it made me kind of take a pause for a second and I just was like I don't think we do get over it I don't think that we God created us to just like if there was a fix we wouldn't need him right if he could just say okay well today you're not afraid or today you don't need to worry about this or worry about that now granted he doesn't want us to stay in that place but I think that if we were if it was to just go away then we would not need him so what my advice to her was is that it's a daily surrender it's a daily thing that you have to do with yourself to be able to um just like be in the right state of mind and um 
I think about it like you go to the dentist, right? Um, you go to the dentist, what, typically like twice a year for like a cleaning. Now, if you went to the dentist twice a year and that was the only time you brushed your teeth, bruh, you know what kind of stuff would be growing on the inside of your, ugh, I don't even want to think about it. That was a terrible example because now it's like in my brain and I can like envision it. But it's a great example as well because we get enough, right? You do something that's kind of like maintenance or whatever have you. But guess what? Brushing your teeth is a daily routine. And if you don't do it daily, uh, trust me, if you don't know, someone else will know you're not doing it because it shows up when you speak because your breath be stinking, right? And even if you, you know, they have stuff that you can, um, you know, like take some mouthwash or chew some gum, but it doesn't really get to the core of the problem, right? And then if you're not brushing your teeth every day and that's not a daily routine that you do, like, it ends up like all the germs and um, my kids dentists call it like sugar buddies or something like that. Like it manifests into something else. And then you have, you know, gingivitis or halitosis or some type of oral disease that you all it because you just needed to brush your teeth twice a day. Like that's it twice a day for two minutes and the thing about it is is that we don't necessarily like you have some people who have the discipline to do it because they were taught at a very young age I have um with my sons we have to remind them like did you brush your teeth and they be like I did and then we go and we say let me see let me no you didn't get that spot go do it again and it's such a stressful thing because you feel like oh it's so unnecessary but right now they don't think that they need it they don't care about how their breath stink because they don't care their kids right and it made me start to think about the fact that these things like where we are right now and the fear and the anxiety that we have these are learned behaviors or lack thereof because if you aren't understanding where it comes from and understanding like where that fear kind of stems from and why you even feel that or that even is that it's okay for you to feel that um feel that way but you just can't stay there it becomes we become adults who are like struggling so this week I had an incident where my son was doing his homework and um his teacher was out and so she emailed him you know emailed the class what they were going what they're supposed to do so he's an honors literature um and he like was already stressing because they have this paper that's due this week and he just he's sitting at the kitchen table and I could just see it all over. So I'm like what's wrong with you he's just like I don't know I don't know and I was like no tell me what's wrong and so we stopped for I said put your pencil down we we stopped for a minute he told me what he was feeling he you know really just like I feel overwhelmed I feel you know like I have all this stuff to do and then I have and then she sends this email with even more stuff to do and I told him I know what that feels like I've had that when I worked where you're in the middle of doing something and then your boss sends you an email about either something you forgot or something they forgot or it's just something new that is also as important as what you're doing and you feel like discombobulated and so I told him I said let's read through it again we read through it again and I was able to break down certain things like, okay, you don't have to do that right now. That's classwork. So you can do that tomorrow and, you know, during class. But whatever you don't finish, you got to have to do for homework. And then we looked at another part and I was like, okay, so this is something that you have to do, but 
you know, you don't have to do it today because the state is, is due December 12th and today's December 3rd. So if you have from the 12th to the, the 3rd to the 12th to do it, like don't stress yourself out right now. And so he, you know, I let him go through his emotion or whatever. And then he kind of took a deep breath and I said, if you need to just clear your mind, get up, walk, walk away, just get yourself together. But when you're done, come back and finish your homework. So he did that. I think he went and watched like 15 minutes of TV or something like that and then came back and he just was like, thank you, mommy. And I said, you're welcome. You know, I'm like, adults have those moments too. But I learned that as an adult now that I didn't have that space to be able to just like when I was feeling afraid, when I was feeling overwhelmed, I didn't feel like I knew what to do with those emotions. And so as an adult and as a parent now, I'm trying to teach my kids that it's okay to feel those things because guess what? Number one, they're temporary. Number two, they're, they will put in us. So they're not, it's not a sin. It's not, you know, the enemy or anything like that. Like, God gave us all these feelings and these emotions and, and these things to be able to rely on him, but not to stay in that space where it paralyzes us, right? And so that's what I'm trying to teach my kids. Like, don't let it paralyze you. And that's where a lot of us are. Like, we know the word. We know what God says. We know that if you, if God would if the things that you are fearful of, the things that you are afraid of moving forward in, if God were to ring your doorbell and be like, what are you doing? Like you, what would he, what, what would he say about where you are right now? What would he say about your situation? What would he say about the things that you are afraid of? And most of us who are believers would be like, he tell me that, um, I'm tripping or he would tell me that I need to rely on him or he would tell me that why do I worry if I believe in him and the thing is is that we know it it's not that we don't know it we don't practice it and so if you're not actively practicing your beliefs it's as good as not brushing your teeth it defeats the purpose you know what I'm saying like if you're not doing it on a consistent basis to make sure that you are affirming yourself so make sure that you are um, reading God's word. Now, I, you know, there's levels to your spiritual walk and I've, you know, I'm going through my own journey. There's been levels where I didn't, I'm, you know, wasn't reading the Bible every single day. And I'm not saying that that has to be the, the starting point, but some of it could be just as simple as knowing what it is that God says about us and repeating that stuff back to ourselves. If you know you are worthy, God says that we are worthy. God says that we are chosen. God says that we are deserving. God says that we are loved. Those four things right there are enough for you to be able to look in the mirror and say, I am worthy. I am chosen. I am deserving. I am loved. Even I am forgiven. So there you go. Five. You got five right there. I am worthy. I am chosen. I am deserving. I am loved. I'm forgiven. Is that right? <laughs> um, see, this is what happens when it happens live, y'all. Um, but though, once you have those things to remind yourself daily, like you use those and you say it until you believe it. Last week, I um, last Sunday service, um, my pastor talked about. Uh, just sometimes you have to say things until you believe it and it was a song that they were playing and it said exceedingly abundantly everything you can ask for or think of something like that um basically but it was like you repeat it and you believe it we tell our kids that like it's repetition you know what I'm saying you tie your shoe enough times you remember it and it becomes 
habit, right? You no one ever has to show you how to tie your shoe again. You could not ride a bike. And people always say they use that like it's as easy as riding a bike. Or they'll come to you like riding a bike. Like these things that we were taught, that we learned, that we know that we can do without even thinking about it. Like we just jump right into it. But it become it's because it became a habit. It became a part of who we were. And we have to make affirming ourselves and believing in what God says about us and believing in ourselves and believing in our ability and overcoming our fears and our doubts and our insecurity make that a habit that we learn now and it's never too late for us to learn anything we we start new jobs we go we start new relationships we get new friends we do a lot of different things that you would say oh I've never done that before but it don't stop you from trying you know what I'm saying so you have to be able to trust yourself enough to be able to know that you know what you know trust God enough to know that he got you as a reminder to um, you know, last week we talked about like relying in your like relying in God, but knowing that he has created you in a way that you're able to do the things that you're supposed to do or that the things that he wants you to do. And you have to do the work. You have to be an active participant. God could bless you with so many things. God blesses us with money every day. You go to work, you get paid. That don't necessarily mean you're being a, a good steward over your money. You won't don't you're not you're not necessarily saving you're not necessarily tithing and it could be for a multitude of reasons but you can't say God isn't active and he's not blessing you he gives you he gives us some things and then the other part we have to do ourselves I heard something else in a sermon or something like God can do everything but he's not the rest is up to us the things that he does not do are our choices the things that he does not do are the things that we have to do to do our work you can't just sit back and just think that oh, okay if you if I've thought this way for the last 30 plus years it's not going to all of a sudden just happen to me overnight to be like okay now I, I want to slay myself down and so now I'm not going to have it no it's going to keep happening to me and it does keep happening to me there's certain areas of my life that I still have doubt that I still have anxiety I still have insecurities about but if I'm not working on it actively to push myself forward I will stop a couple of weeks ago I had a whole moment where I was feeling overwhelmed with you know just my own thoughts about things that were happening or weren't happening what I had versus what I didn't have and I just shut all the way down I know what it is I know for myself the things that when I'm not doing what I'm supposed to do, when I'm out of alignment with what God is telling me to do, that I, I when I put myself first and I put my things in front of me, then then I shut down. Guess what? I'm in this journey with y'all, showing y'all that I'm still nervous. I'm still anxious. I still have all of those things. That does not mean that God is not working through me. That does not mean that I have given up on what God says to me. It means I'm human. It means that I am going through the process. It means that God is working on me. So I don't want anybody to feel discouraged about, well, it ain't happened yet. It ain't worked yet. It's not gone. It ain't going to be gone. It's not going to go away. 
It's going to be right here until it's done. Remember that thorn in your side, that thing that God will continue to use to remind you, to strengthen you and to make you stronger or to be a reminder of who he is and what he can do. Whatever that is, that's what it is. These things are reminders to me that I have to put my faith in him because I can't do it on my own. I'm not going to be able to. This is his vision. This is his his baby. I'm just the vessel. And so there's no way I can do it on my own because it ain't mine. If it don't belong to me, uh, how am I working out something that didn't, wasn't even my idea? Literally, it wasn't. So when you know those things and you are um, aware of that, then you, you move differently because then you're not relying on yourself. But in the same token, it's okay to be afraid. It's okay to be scared you just can't stay there you can't stay in the space of oh I'm afraid I'm gonna fail I'm afraid I'm not gonna have no money I'm afraid he gonna leave I'm afraid she gonna leave I'm afraid that it's not gonna work out I mean all of those are possible but if you don't move forward you will never know you'll never know what's gonna happen if you stay in the exact same place I would never know the abilities that I have the things that I can do the um, mindset that I have that capability had I stayed at my job had I stayed where I was bro this had this second half of the year has gone by so freaking fast because I've been busy and it ain't that I've been busy with doing nothing I'm doing the work I am actively working on whatever it is God wants me to do and I'm more busier and more satisfied and more purposeful than I was when I was working on something else because I know whose direction I'm actually taking so today I just wanted to really just tell you all that it's okay to be afraid it's okay to be scared of whatever the next step is that sometimes is an indication that you're actually going in the right direction because if you weren't going in the right direction it'd be easy if it wasn't to challenge you you could just do it simply with no problem and it won't even it won't even bother you because you'll be like, oh, I can do that. That's nothing. But the things that are meant to grow you and things that are meant to strengthen you and the greens that are meant to have you grow in Christ are the things that are going to terrify you. Those are the things that's going to scare you because you can't do it without them. So if you're in that space, know that he has you in that space on purpose because he wants you to hold on to him. He wants you to help to rely on him to get you through those moments. And even if you can't see it yet, still trust him because I can almost guarantee he's gotten you out of other situations before he has we tend to forget the things that God has actually done for us and because we're so focused on what's happening today that we don't remember that yesterday we was asking for something completely different and um we forget oh yeah I did ask him to fix my car and now I'm driving and now I'm asking for gas but you was just begging for the car two weeks ago Know that it's okay to be afraid. Know that it's okay to be fearful. Know that it is okay to be in a place where you are unsure. As long as you are leaning on him, as long as you are asking him what the next step is. And sometimes when we're in the same space, it's because we have not learned the lesson that he wants us to learn. So I would just ask you to ask him 
God, show me me. Show me what you want me to see. Show me what it is that I need to fix in this situation. Show me what you want me to learn in this situation. And he'll be able to guide you onto whatever the next step is. Okay, guys, that's all for this week. Don't forget to share, subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. If you would like to support this podcast with a small monthly donation to help sustain future episodes, click the link in the show notes. Have a great week. See ya.